Welcome to the bittersweet. Behind these doors, blinded fantasies of success and opulence meet riveting hardships and shivering realities. Imagine the thoughts of grandeur and sugary sweets meet unsavory outcomes and frayed relationship cycles. It takes 21 days to make a habit, but 90 days are best suited to commit to life. Unlock and explore your greatest assets as you enter the bittersweet. Welcome to the Bittersweet Podcast, Season 2, where we discuss the hottest sweet topics. Today's episode is sponsored by Commit to Life Fitness, where it's more than a workout, it's a lifestyle. Commit to Life Fitness is a rigorous, holistic, online performance training specializing in weight loss, body sculpting, and functional movement in a supportive and engaging environment. Today in the suite, we have the bittersweet veteran, the mogul, the visionary, the creator and founder of the bittersweet, Mr. Commit to Life. Yo, 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 what's up, fam? What's going on, Mr. Commit? What's, what's up, consultant? It feels good to be back in the suite, man. Man, you know I love the energy, the good vibes. I'm ready for tonight. I just I can't wait to get started. I got my drinks ready. I got my snacks and got my my uh my chocolate over here. Oh, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> also in the suite tonight, another bittersweet veteran. We got the the trendsetter and move maker, Mister Mister Live. What's going on, people? I'm excited to be here. It's such an honor. How y'all doing today? What's going on, Mr. Mr. Live? Mr. And a very, very, very special guest uh, today and the bittersweet, profound, prolific, uh, passionate, inspiring uh, Miss Carol O'Morrow with Diverse People and Solutions. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely. Hey, Carol. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the suite. Welcome to Thank the suite. Thank you. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's get these drinks going. What you got, Miss Carol? We want to make sure you relax in the suite. You got your wine? You got your red? Or your I white? have a red, um, and it's from Virginia. It's very basic, Ooh. nothing expensive, but it's from my home, Virginia. Okay. Uh, okay. Norfolk. And seven by seven. Seven by seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's um, you know, just reminds me of home. So I figured I'll just open it up tonight and uh, enjoy it while I'm while I'm talking to you guys. Oh yes, that is a nice way to wind yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> and a and a kick back with a bottle of water. Sounds <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a water taster, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the older you get, the more you need water to taste. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about bounce back. That ensure us a, a successful tomorrow. Yeah. But I tell you what, your snack sounds good there. Who has the chocolates? I got the little chocolate over here. You know, I had to, that, that pairs well with the, uh, my drink, the chocolate. Yeah. 
you know, I'm all about <laughs> taste and pairing and complimenting each other. So the chocolate and my drink pairs well together. Sounds mm. good. Mm. He is committed. But, you know, Carol, I'll get you some chocolate over there. I got, I'll get you some over there. Yeah, please do. Go go, go great with my wine. <laughs> go great with that normal wine you got. That's right. Well, you know, in the bittersweet, we like to just sit back and relax and just take some time and reflect throughout the work week some of the sweet moments in life. Mr. Commit, what is the sweet moment of the day? The sweet moment of the day is prepare, prepare so you don't repair. Prepare so you don't repair. And that goes right into our topic and with our guests, you know. We got the water following the wine and she has her diverse people solution for your life to prepare your life so you don't repair your life wow so miss curl will tell us about diverse people solutions well diverse people solution we're a small um professional um and uh, personal coaching company uh we're located in the u.s um um here locate excuse me located in the u.s in texas Mm -hmm. um and we provide um coaching services to our clients who want or possibly need uh, advice um, or want to advance their career, also to improve their life or navigate new cultures. And what I mean by new cultures is such as maybe living somewhere else in another country or or another state or um, even working for a different company. Um, one example I use with that is, you know, you may have a, a, a supervisor or an employee who's going to another department who's working with all women. So, you know, that culture is going to change. So how to work with, with all women if you're a male, for example, or right. a woman working with all women, you know, who's so used to working right. with a, a man. Um, and yeah. also uh, we do this by focusing on the client's purpose, you know, the life purpose and what are their values and using what they currently know, like their strengths um, to achieve the success um, and make these changes stick, because that's important. Um, Make them stick so they can have that habit, um, like brushing your teeth. You know, you Mm. want to make sure that, um, you know, um, the the good habits that you instill, that you're able to do this on a regular basis. Like I said, like brushing your teeth, because you want your teeth to be clean, um, free of plaque. Um, for your disease, your breath want to smell good. <laughs> that's a, that's that a, is a nice model for compliance. Yes. <laughs> that's a nice model for compliance. <laughs> so you get these wonderful good habits um, uh, instilled in you that you can use on a regular basis, almost like an automatic. Um, mm. Then, you know, you your life should be um, should, should be good. And that's what we try to help with our right. clients. And that's, you know, what Diverse People Solutions is all about. Okay. Awesome. And and for the listeners, for the listeners right now, I think they know what it means when you don't practice habits such as brushing your teeth. <laughs> I think over a period of time, if you don't brush your teeth, you can see the results when you don't have to be a period. Of time. <laughs> it could be a day. It's <laughs> one day, we know. <laughs> your best friend and do a checkup from the back up. Hey, people wearing masks now thinking they don't have to brush their teeth, but that that it's still coming through the mask. No, that ain't working. Smell yourself. So if you don't practice, you're gonna smell yourself. Right, check yourself. Right. But that's like in coaching, you know, if if it will show that you haven't, um, you you know, you've broken through, you haven't been practicing what you've been you supposed to be doing, and if this is something that you really want to do. 
and that's something that you really need and you haven't been doing it, it's going to show through that mask, as you mentioned. It's going to yeah. go right through it. You're going to see show. it. You're going to smell it. You're going to, you're going to, it's going to show. Absolutely. Yep. And everybody's going to know about it too. Yep. <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not at all. But that's what accountability is all about. You know, you, you put it out there to let people know that, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And I want everybody to know it. And I want you to see me do it. And, you know, tell me, give me a kick so you can see it. And uh, if I'm not doing it and going the right way, kick me. Um, to kick me in the right, right. way. So, uh, you know, bring it to my attention and help me. Um, that's why you have, um, I call your support. Ask um, a good friend or a, a coach, you know, can be an accountability coach for you to help you get through that and um, to help make it stick. Uh, but it comes down to you. Um, I have what we call a, um, a totem pole. And uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, with the Native Americans, they have um totem pole. And naturally, um, uh, it's, it's about family. Um, and, or you can put um, uh, animals, um, your spirit animals on there. So if by chance, um, like my spirit, one of the spirit animals I use is a um, uh, turtle. And I use that turtle faithfully because that turtle reminds me to slow down, enjoy life. Mm. You know, take a breather. Mm. Think about what's happening for the day and just reflect. Wow. Yes. And it, take time to process. That's right. Yes. And, you know, people pick their own, you know, whatever, whatever works for them. But when, um, when I work with my clients and um, um, they don't have to use that, you know, that tool, but when they start to look at their lives and figure out, I need some help, you know, uh, maybe I need to, you know, find a turtle, a person turtle who's, whose inside is very um, soul is a slower soul, a listener, a someone who listens to them, has patience. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's that's a turtle for them. Could be a turtle for them. Right. Um, so right. Um, that helps them so that way their teeth are clean. At least, you know, getting them to brush it maybe once a day, not always twice a day. Working on working mm-hmm. towards that. Right. It's a good marker. It's, it is a good marker. Uh, to set mm. set the pace um, for 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 some who are struggling um, during this pandemic and are having difficulty with different adversities with uh, job placement or financial crisis, how can they use diverse people and solutions um, to their advantage? Um, well, we're you know for well the, one one thing they can do is contact me, and I'm happy to. Um, we have different programs um, based on their needs. Um, uh, short programs. Sometimes they might need um, just one one meeting. Sometimes you know three, six, depending on their needs. Um, from there, um, we you know d- develop a program especially for them to their needs. Uh, we always start with life purpose. Find out where they are. Um, you know where they're going and how they plan on getting there. Um, and in today's situation, and there's a lot of people that may feel depressed or feel down because either they're working at home um, uh, and they're not used to working at home or they lost their jobs. They're not sure what to do. Uh, One thing they could consider, as I mentioned before, is developing a life purpose or, you know, do they know their life purpose and start to look at um, 
you know, moving in that direction, um, their life purpose may send them another direction. And if they're not sure how to develop the life purpose, I'm happy to help them develop that life purpose and maybe that will send them in another direction. Um, Joe mentioned earlier about it's best to prepare than repair. This is a, a great opportunity for them to prepare by developing their life purpose now. So, you know, we're looking at not just, you know, um, solving things or, or looking at life today or next week, but later on in the future, because some jobs aren't coming back as we all know that, you know, right. they're just, right. they're just gone. Um, and what you're doing today, you know, um, may change or alter. So you may want to pick up a class. You may want to change your career altogether. This is the time mm -hmm. to start to reflect, um, to look at what you want to do. So that's, that's how I can help um, someone to actually start to, you know, um, you know, um, help them with, the, you know, work in the pandemic and how they can help themselves too. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, this is Mr. Mr. Live. Um, speaking of reflect, let's reflect on your past. A bit. Tell us a little bit about oh, good your question. journey. Good question. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Oh, snap. And uh, uh, first of all, we want to um, thank you for your services. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Salute. We definitely yes. want to thank you for your services and everything you do, thank but you. especially in the u.s military and i understand you're a veteran so just kind of wow, walk yeah. us through that a little bit yeah oh geez okay thank you thank you i got a salute oh thank you so much um wow um where do i begin well i'm originally from virginia norfolk area okay. tidewater berkeley okay. as they say you know um and um lived there all my life berkeley girl and um I goodness, how do I? I'm not sure you guys know, but I I eventually moved to Australia. I'm going to tell you how I got there. So my career, yeah. <laughs> my background is I have a degree in human resources, and mm -hmm. I was considered what I called a, a knucklehead, you know, in education. What I mean by that mm -hmm. is, um, I was just dumb in math. Um, I didn't really do well in school. You know, I hated it. You know. Mm -hmm. And um, my, um, I'm on my second husband. So my first husband basically said, you know, you, you need to go, to, go back to school. <laughs> so when somebody <laughs> tells you you're going to go back right. to school, you got to be dumb at something, right. you know? So um, mm -hmm. he chose the career for me and that was accounting. I said, you know, here's somebody here who's really dumb in math and he's going to tell me mm -hmm. to go to accounting. It's like someone can't swim. <laughs> a lot of math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone who can't swim, right. you're just going to throw them in the water, right? This is this gotta right. be a lifeguard. Yeah. I said, no wonder why we got a divorce, you know. And um and, and I'm sitting here thinking, I said, geez, you know, who's you know, whose life is this anyways? And you know, and we're mm. talking about, you know, life purpose and living someone else's dreams. And and right. um as you know, my marriage went on for, you know, 10 years with him, it's um I really didn't feel I was, you know. It was me. It was just living and moving because he was military as well. Uh, okay. Nice mm -hmm. man and everything, but it just wasn't me. You know, I hate cooking and I had to do that. That crap. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's like, I want to be me. Can I live my yeah, life? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. You know, or compromise, you know, but. But when we girls, when we grow up, we think, um, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, it's, it's all laid out. Boys right. do this, girls do that, you know. And I'm a tomboy and I thought, and then going to happen to me, you know. 
Oh my God. So um, you have to put yourself, well, I put myself um, in the back seat and start living someone else's dreams. Um, and the more I lived um, his dreams, um, the more I became someone else. Right. Completely someone else. Um, I'm fun loving, happy, go lucky. But then I turned quiet, shy, just the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I was that way for about 10 years and divorced and didn't I did finish the uh, accounting um, degree <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. worked in the field for about maybe a month <laughs> and got right out of it and I said this is definitely not for me uh, so I worked at a receptionist and uh, in human resources and that's when I discovered gold I said this is me I love doing this um, went back to school and then start working in the boat industry and um Worked at uh, a, a plant uh, meal, uh, excuse me, a, um, a paper meal. Oof, that stinks. And um, mm-hmm. finally, I worked for a company called Marriott, the hotel. I was um, okay. their district HR manager. And this was in Columbia, South Carolina. And that's where we ended up when, uh, with the um, Air Force. And um, oh. here, I'm still that quiet, shy person. I'm divorced at this time. And um, something turned me around that that particular day. And I recently just got divorced and wasn't getting along with my manager. And um, I said, I need to make a stand. I walked out the door and I said, I'm quitting. And I never quit a job (laughs) and I'm quitting. Wow. And I left and I came back in tears and she says what's the matter I says I can't quit if I don't have my keys <laughs> to drive home <laughs> so after I sat down with my boss and she said something isn't right about you you know and you know you need to go find yourself and I, I swear to God I will never forget my conversation with her she really changed me um, she told me about uh, Myers-Briggs um, that's when you find your four letters about yourself um, okay. Talked about um, uh, the behavior um, um, analysis, uh, really digging in who you are, you know, digging all that good dirt up, I call it, you know, that that good dirt. Um, right. I sat and listened to her stay there for about maybe two or three months. Then um, the University of South Carolina had an opening for employee relations manager and I moved right into there felt comfortable. I was in my own skin. I started getting into jazz, loved it, blues, you know, crackling. I mean, real crackling, good country, Southern crackling, I call it. Oh, the the food crackling. You know the crackling? The food. It's like, it's like kind of like, yeah, it's like a skinny version. It's like a smaller version. Right. But not the one in the store, you know, the real crackling. Yeah, you you got it. The real yeah. stuff that people make on their farm. Yeah. And stuff. Wow. Yeah. I never heard of that. Oh my. God. Yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah, country very country. <laughs> I'm Southern. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> um, and it was um it was amazing um how I start to find myself. Um and then um I met my current husband. I was in this this um club called Hunter Gatherers, and I what a name. I says, hmm. <laughs> I can just feel like a, a flashback of my life here, you know. <laughs> right, gatherers. You can find good yeah, men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, 
That's like uh, singles. Christiansingles.com. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded a little more aggressive. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so I met him and uh, we hit it off and um, um, we got married and um, his, uh, he's, my husband's Australian and um, okay. the university uh, in Australia said, hey, um, if you want to, you know, finish your PhD, um, um, excuse me, you want to you do your PhD, we can pay for it for you and give you a job mm. and come back to Australia. And I said, wow, what do we do? I'm yeah, the, exactly. I said, what do we need to do here? And um, he says, well, let's sell the house. Um, and what about your stuff? And I said, oh, wow, I got albums. I mean, lots of albums. Right. I got a turntable, mm-hmm. I got a TV. I'm just going to take all that. And he says, well, you know, electricity right. is different from there to here. You know, wow. we're talking about all changing here. You know, I'm like, right. oh, no, wow. what am I going to do with my albums? You know, and I said, I can bring those. He goes, how are you going to do that? It might break, you know, between the shipping over here because, you know, they're going to put that on the boat. And I'm going through wow. all these. Now, this this is a, a, a change. The change is me moving. Okay. The transition right. is me figuring out what to do and accepting what's happening. I'm trying yeah. to accept what's happening. You know, I married this man. Okay. But now I'm going to go overseas. And am I right. now doing what I did before with husband number one, living somebody else's right. life oh, here? Yeah. You know, you know, right, right. you know, what the hell's going on? You know, right. So right. Right. I said, um, wow, I have to sell a lot of this stuff. I cried and I broke down. I just really didn't know. I'm losing my friends. I'm not going to see them as as often as I could. That's a huge transition. Yeah, that's the transition. My family's here. Mm. So now everything's here. Now was he? Now was he? Is is? Are you speaking from you? You are in South, South Carolina. Carolina now, and he's yeah, in he's, Australia. He left for, uh, Australia, correct? And this okay. was um, 2001. This is during um, 9/11. Right oh, before nine wow. eleven. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So you came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right before That's the right. world changed. And he was coming back. Um, um, he was landing on that Saturday. Nine eleven happened on that Friday, and he was landing. I think that Thursday. But he was landing the next day, coming that next morning, wow. and his flight was canceled, so he couldn't fly. Um, so all of that mm. was happening, and um, I was terrified of of going, of leaving. So. Um, I had a big yard sale and a couple girlfriends came to see me and, you know, they asked me what I'm giving up. What are you really giving up? And, um, Good yeah, question. Good question. um, you just giving up stuff, you know, you, right. you know, are you happy? You're going to be happy. And I said, well, I haven't been there. Well, how come you didn't go? He offered to send you and check it out. And I said, if I check it out, don't like it, that's going to be a problem. Mm. And um, so mm. I figured not do that, just just go. So um, it was difficult decisions to make. Um, so I had options. My option was to go ahead and just sell everything and just keep you know things for me and just do it. And that's what I did. Sold everything, didn't think about it, cried my heart out. My girlfriend's was absolutely beautiful for me. Got on the plane. Um, I was on the plane by myself. Um, and um, when I landed uh, in Australia, his family was there waiting for me. 
Uh, it was beautiful. Um, and I said, we're the kangaroos. <laughs> Good question. I want the burger. I want to ask that too. Like, Where's, you know, what I see on television? You know, you lied to me. <laughs> the Joey. Yeah. yeah, the baby kangaroos. And he says, yeah. you know, where are you guys getting your information from? You know, you got too much TV right. is not the same, you know. Um, so, you know, landed in Melbourne and Melbourne looks just like, you know, here. So we're driving and driving and driving this thing, you know, starting to look a little bit like out back. <laughs> um, wow. But we we lived in, um, I call it a little country town, uh, probably is as big as, I don't know, um, um, probably as big as Norfolk, you know, maybe, maybe well, okay. probably half of Norfolk okay. is a little bit too big. But the whole idea is okay. my, my transition um, was painful um, there. It's a different language. What I mean is the accent uh, was hard to um, hear, to understand, trying to work there. Um, I worked at the university, um, the spelling, I was marking people, spelling is incorrect, you know, <laughs> and they didn't say anything because I was their lecturer and they thought, you know, you don't, you're respectful, you don't say anything. And so someone who could have gotten an A may have gotten a B minus because of their spelling. <laughs> so right. James said, well, we don't do that here. Here's the, here's the proper way of spelling words and letters. Instead of using a, a Z, which they call Z, they use an S. Yeah. So um, I had to learn that all over wow. again. Um, so it was a bit of embarrassment and drank a lot of wine. I mean, a lot of wine, Joe. <laughs> Australia has some good wine. Though. I had uh, I had the pleasure of having Australian wine from Carol. She gave me a bottle and it's really good. Wow. So um, no. the last part of it is um, transitioning from um, Australia coming back. That to me was... Um, the difficult part, living in Australia, uh, in a new country, usually takes people two to three years to um, get acclimated yeah. in the culture and be accepted mm -hmm. and feeling kind of norm. Um, yes. And um, then uh, you're, you're there. It's coming back and trying to find people who are oh, military um, is, is understandable because they traveled. But normal people, when you try to talk to them about, you know, Australia or traveling or living somewhere, it's. It's kind of difficult. Um, it, right. Some people think it's bragging. Some people think it's um, that they really don't have time for it or they just don't want to hear about right. it or it's just that empathy. Um, so that was difficult when I relocated to Chicago because I spent 11 years in Australia. So, um, so yeah, it was challenging. Um, Till then I realized, you know what? I found myself and I'm happy with me. And now I know what I need to do. Um, I need to switch from being a therapist and now coach. And from there right. is um, I switched from being a transition um, therapist because that's what I was doing in Australia. And I'm, I'm licensed in Australia, but not here in the U.S. to um, mm -hmm. a um, transition coach. And people didn't know what transition meant here. They was kind of confused. Does that mean transitioning when someone's passing away? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it gets kind of confusing. Yeah. So I just say I am a, 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 you know, a change coach or change management. And then they understand. And then when I tell them the difference between the two and how they can be intertwined and work together, and then, you know, they're all on top of it. So that brought me here to Laredo. My husband um, uh, works at the university here. Um, and 
I'm loving it. Um, I'm really enjoying uh, working with the clients and helping them through um, their purpose, their life purpose right about now uh, with all the changes they're going through, trying to um, prepare themselves for their, their next stage in life when we get through this pandemic. Um, so right. it's helping me also, you know, um, as I, you know, partner with them um, through this change. So they're not walking alone. I'm walking with them. I, I like that concept that they're not walking alone. You're walking with them to give that, that mm. additive support. Um, I had a really quick question. This is the consultant chiming in. The number one of the biggest factors is fear that stops a lot of people from moving into their purpose. And when I hear you describe that transition into your second marriage, moving from the States to Australia and being on that plane, what was your, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and, and how did you conquer that that fear to move forward? Because once you conquer that, it stops a lot of people's purpose and in moving into their destiny, just staying on one spot for 10, 20, 30 years. And that's what people need help that's with, crazy. especially during the I, pandemic. I think that fear, that fear for me is... Um, it took strength, a, a lot of, I mean, dig down strength. And it took support of friends and family by saying, it's okay, you know, we're here mm -hmm. for you and at any time. And even, you know, people saying that, you know, it's like, um, uh, it's not patronizing or anything like that. It's more like, you, you know, they are, but you know, when you come down to, are they really, <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, right, well, how, right, you know, how right. you feeling, you know, is people really don't, you know, they're just being polite. They really don't want to know really how you're feeling. Cause it's going to take an hour to, to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, they really don't No, They really so, don't. So, you know, you think about those things and it just makes you afraid. You just, it's the unknown. And if people are afraid of the unknown and it's the, you know, it's the, it's what if you weren't afraid? It's the question, you know, if you weren't afraid, then what could you do? Or where would you be? Mm. What all the good possibilities that could happen? That's a good question. That's a really good so question. So I look at it like, wow, it's going to be great. I'm going somewhere I never lived before. I've never been before. Mm -hmm. um, I just, you know, I had to get the, the hater off my shoulder. I call it the hater. And that's my, my critic, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to start mm -hmm. thinking positive um, and try to look for a different type of support. So the fear is is there and it's the fears here too, where people are, you know, afraid to, you know, move. Um, even with this pandemic, when we know we can just wash our hands and, and put the mask on and, and go to the store or just walk around the block, they, they just don't want to because they're afraid. Um but they know right. it really is safe if they walk around the block. They're they're covered, you know. Um. Yeah, absolutely. So this Mister Mister Live, and I, I kind of want to use myself okay. as an example. Um, so just dealing with my own battles. I'm gonna say battles instead of issues. Uh, and we were speaking earlier, kind of slightly about this you know about my light bulb coming on recently um but what i battled with up until recently and what helped me get through this was just listening to motivational speakers and reading but 
you know, all uh, uh, pretty much all my life, I, I carried myself to a certain standard, meaning if I said something to my mother or my father or a friend or a co-worker saying, hey, I want to do X, Y, Z by this date, or I'm projecting myself to be in this place by that, at this particular time, or just, you know, setting, setting goals for myself, um, <clears throat> you know, I just now realized that it's okay to, I'm going to use the word pivot mm -hmm. or transition midway through. And what I mean by that is, you know, listening to your story, you know, um, when you said you went from one profession to the next and then you got in the profession and then one month you figured out that it wasn't you. I think a lot of people such as myself, we stay stagnant in that position because we're afraid of letting people down. We're afraid of mm. having to eat our words. We're afraid of, I done told mm. 50 people in my family that I'm gonna do this. And if I fail and retract that statement and go left instead of right, mm. what are my people mm. gonna think of me? Mm -hmm. So that puts a lot of fear on us. That put a lot of, uh, it, it stagnated. So up until recently, I heard this guy named Gary V. Um, you know, he said, it's okay to pivot. It's okay to transition. It's okay to get in a profession or try something out and, and, and get into it and learn about it and figure out, hey, this is not me. It's okay to, to move to that next mm -hmm. level or try something different. So I think just for me, you know, like I told you earlier, the light bulb has just recently come on. Because um, all up until, you know, probably this year, maybe the latter part of last year, I was always that person that say, hey, if I say it, I got to follow through with it because I done told my father that, you know, I'm going to be the general manager of this dealership where, you know, in 10 years after being a salesperson, I realized, hey, I don't want to be the general manager. I want to move on and be an mm. entrepreneur in my own right. Um, so it's very helpful to hear you tell your story and your transition to how you got to where you mm, are. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah like, uh, in Australia, I was shocked to see so many people, um, just so many jobs. When I look at their resume, and you know, um, I'm used to seeing maybe people having three or you know five jobs, the max, you know. And here I'm seeing people 10, 12 jobs. I'm like, holy smokes, I'm not going to hire this person. Mm. You know, that's my mindset because of being American. And they they mm. believe in change. And they, uh, have anyone read the book called Who Moved My Cheese? <laughs> uh, they smell <laughs> the cheese before it get rotten or get mold on it. They know when mm. to find new fresh cheese. They move wow. either they scrape the cheese, get the mold off, um, and continue to nibble on it until it's gone, or they figure this ain't this cheese is gone and uh, it's no good for us to eat anymore, and they move on. But they don't wait to the last minute when uh, they read the writing on the wall at the book right. will say, you know, and they move on. Where us Americans, right. you know, um, we are very uh, what we call independent, um, of, and very they're good. they're. They're getting more American, but they really work together and they, they read right on the wall and they get to it. Um, so, um, yeah. they're very flexible. Um, if they're, um, have young groups of people who just aren't nine to five folks, there's a bank there. Uh, I can't recall the bank now, um, at the moment, but they said, look, 
the first year we're going to pay you. Uh, we're going to want to hire you for three years. And in those three years, um, that first year, we're going to pay you and you take that first year off. But the other two years, we want you nine to five. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. What? But what they do is take your three years of salary and they just divide it um, into into Uh the three years. So you're even though you're taking off and your your last two years, you is is divided up. You make sense. Yeah. So. um, So um, how do they I think they took the two years you were getting paid and then they divided into the three years. That's how it works. Sorry. Um, and they were happy. Right. These are for young, it's yeah. treated to young people to, in, in order to get them, you know. Yeah, their, yeah. Uh, stick them around. That's mm, a good springboard, So though. they're very innovative. And, yeah, because, yeah, it's good because it builds up. Uh, correct. That builds and the reason, morale up. You know? And reason why, sorry. They're able to. And uh, reason why I brought the business up instead of just the individual, because businesses, small businesses and medium sized businesses, they also go through a change. They lose people to other businesses because people are starting to get smart. Well, that's starting. People are smart. They are reading the right in the wall. They are now looking at their purpose in life and saying, you know what? This doesn't jive with me because. You know, my family want me more home more. You know, I can't be out on the road, you know, away from my family, you know, um, 80 hours a week. You know, this ain't happening. So my life purpose says right. for me to be um, to be more um, um, set, more um, compassionate in, in working with my family, spending X amount of hours with my family, whatever that is, and, and, and give to the world, <laughs> for instance. So if it's not jabbing with mm. my life purpose and my work values are not even similar it's just opposite then it's not going to work i'm going to find something else it's, it's like a vegetarian working at a meat market you wondering why is this vegetarian working at this meat market when it's not <laughs> it's against his life purpose there's a reason he just feeling his basic needs but as soon as he feels that basic need on his hierarchy he's out of there so sorry wow. <laughs> i didn't mean to take off on that tantrum there but it comes back to some what someone mentioned about the fear, you know, and yeah, right. It's it's a good summation, yeah. So what um what is the best? So when you first started with Diverse People Solutions, how ah, did you find your clients? Um, that is a good question. Good question. Um, I started working at the university as a lecturer there, and um. um Believe it or not, they were they just started um, to offer um, courses um, for um, two businesses for their employees because um, their employees just um, either were in their jobs and didn't have degrees. And um, we started to go to them um, uh, certain. I think it's twice a week. So that way their employees can get a, a degree in business, for instance, or in HR. And they selected me to actually, you know, go to them and actually, you know, teach the course and strategic HR. Um, so from those businesses and meeting those employees, um, word of mouth um, and um, do some one on one and do some coaching there as well. Um, and it just word of mouth. I was involved in the uh, community a bit, working okay. a lot with the city of Ballarat um, with their um, their ambassador, um, their ambassador program that they have for um uh, their immigrants that's um, been re- relocated or located to um, to the city and help them um, to become comfortable in the area. 
and um, they look for ambassadors to represent, you know, the city of Bacharette. So I provide um, um, just right. a little bit of education for them, you know, um, how to speak in front of people uh, so they can provide that information and get comfortable in the community, just, just, basics, just basic tools. Um, so all of my business have okay. come from word of mouth. Um, my website has never always been complete except my Australian website, which is, which is complete. <laughs> and uh, it just, it's not because I can't get around to it. It's just, I, I never get any business through it. It's always through word of mouth. <laughs> right. Did, did you uh, learn the language? Um, I did have a strong accent, believe it or not. And I I do know quite a few words. Um, Anything from, um, let's see, uh, a jumper is a a sweater. Uh, Let's see, um, what else? Um, uh, A trunk is a a boot. Uh, A hood is a bonnet. Um, Let's see, a a countertop is a bench. What else? Um, Yeah, yeah, they get to the heavy lingo, you know. so it's like English, English. but it's, the words are uh, right. It's English language, but the words are it's like musical characters. The words are <laughs> no, it's like kind of scrambled. It's yeah. like um, the, yeah, the, how the British speak um, in uh, in England with a strong Australian accent. I mean, it depends on where you're on Australia, okay. where they it's like talking with between your teeth, where you like flies are outside. And you want to speak to someone, and you, you, oh, wow. you, um, you have your teeth together, and you move your lips like that, and you talk like that. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Like that. You you can do it like that. <laughs> I can. Like that. <laughs> like, like that. Now, yeah, Australians out there, sweet. sorry, I just messed messed up your accent. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to you. Not meant to not to do that purposely, but no, yeah, awesome. you you do. You know, I was there eleven years, and I yeah, wow, you do pick it up. You really right. do. Um, yeah. I wow. I tried it as a child watching Crocodile <laughs> Dundee because he was an Australian, and I, I never. <laughs> 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 I do too, I love but they they don't look like that yeah. over there. That's what I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, the tire too. That's what I was looking for. I'm looking for the the Crocs. The um, oh, I saw a koala. Oh, I, I got it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what a cute little koala. And James says, don't touch it. <laughs> I says, why? It's so cute. He goes, they have syphilis. <laughs> don't touch it. I go, oh, oh, <laughs> I won't do that. Oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> Don't touch it. I, touch it. <laughs> that's what I, I thought that's Oh my goodness. Oof. So the TV, the TV just completely messes us up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Carry that. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Wow. getting it in. I guess they I'm they telling you. Oh my god. And they stay high. Do they stay high? <laughs> they chew on a particular type of leaf um in the tree. And um, they just stay high. They only come down to poop and they go back up and they just chew and stay high. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. They Jamaican they down. sweet life over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you have really discussed some transitions. You a lot of transitioning. Yeah. From the yeah. State to but you know the shop. beauty of it there that I really, really loved that really put me off coming back and don't get me wrong. I love America. America is my home. I love it here. Um, 
not once that I felt uncomfortable being a, a woman of color there. And the reason why I say that, um, that wasn't the first thing they looked for for me. Um, they didn't call me right. African-American. They didn't, you know, use any of those words there. Um, you were American or there's a they're very um, melting pot in Australia. Um, you were either Australian or you weren't. They don't use those labels there. Right. They don't use Asian Australian or, or African Australian. They don't use labels. You know, you right. Exactly. Wow. Um, that's how they it feel be, that's very offensive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Mm. You're stifled and limited by those labels. Very much so. And restricted. Which is why they develop affirmative action and, and redlining mm. to kind of move past those labels. So that yeah. that there really made me um, made me feel really good. The other thing that made me um, um, that made me feel even just off the the moon, and I know I'm strange just a little bit, is um, when um, the 2008 uh, election, and that was when um, Obama um, mm-hmm. won um, the president the presidency. I don't know if you for him or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, it does matter to me, but <laughs> if you are, that's okay. That's wonderful. If not, that's okay too. Um, my point is, um, um, I was such so far away and I wanted to see who won. And I was in living with some friends and watching it. And um, I looked around and they were in tears just as much as I was. Um, and they love America as much as they love their own country. And I was just floored. Wow. And I asked them, I mean, they know all our states and where we know nothing about Australia besides, you know, Crocodile Dundee and, <laughs> and good day, mate, you know, <laughs> you know, um, so right, I right, felt right. really embarrassed. Um, and they knew a lot about who we are and and we really don't know a lot about who we are. So it goes back mm. to, again, purpose, our life purpose about knowing who we are, what our strengths purpose. are. And strength doesn't always have to be, you right. know, um, you know, um, something you lift. It's, it goes back to those, those common values that are instilled in us um, from when we're little, you pick some up to a teenager, you pick some up to as you're an adult where you are now, that makes out to who you are. And you start to develop this person. And it can take a while for you to figure all that out. But eventually, as you mentioned, the light bulb goes on. And when right. other people, you know, figures us out before we figures us out, then we need to go back and check our life purpose, our purpose, and see what what's going on. I know that's the bigger picture, you know, holistically. Yeah, but that is the bigger picture. Yeah, I just go back to make me reflect again um, to just, who I am. Yeah, just, just from mm. engaging with you and conversing with you, I, I can see how you specialize in work and life and culture transitions. I, I love your core concepts with just helping your clients focus on using their strengths to control their career or life changes. 
Um, just to help uh, better familiarize our, our listeners, um, could you discuss your strength-based approach oh, yeah. Happy with to uh, do Diverse that. People Solutions? So um, what that strength-based approach is, um, we um, give them a tool. Um, and it's a worksheet that they complete. And um, what we do first mm-hmm. is uh, there's a formula, and that's the strength equals purpose plus values uh, plus t- talents. So um, first we'll help them, uh, we develop their purpose because um, some people don't know how to you know, develop the purpose. So we help them develop the purpose through their stories. And um, what is it? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. So the stories um, are formed mm-hmm. through um, a set of questions such as um, think of a time in your life when um, you did something that left you feeling um, truly satisfied or fulfilled. And uh, I get them to specifically, um, you know, to think about, um, you know, what they were doing. And uh, also I ask them um, what value um, um, did they take uh, from that experience and um, what was in it for them? Mm-hmm. Because it always we talk about what's in it for other people, but what's in it for you? What do you get out of it? You know, and that's hard for people to answer. You know, mm-hmm. so I give them time to think about it that. Is. I don't let them do it away. That's what we do together, you know, via Zoom. But that's not homework they do. We do that together. And then the last question I ask them dealing with the purpose on um, their stories is um, uh, how did that leave you feeling, you know, with this experience? How did it how did it leave you feeling? And um, we just explore it. I don't coach them during this time. I don't question. I don't judge or any of that. I let them just just talk and flow and I just write things down. And we do this a number of times. And from there, um, well, we get together and um, come up with their, their life purpose. And it's a, just a draft and they work on it. And, we, you know, eventually we'll come up with a draft. And from there, we have a list of, uh, we give them another sheet, it's called the value list. And there's a list of values that they go through and circle. And, um, you know, um, they have a bit of a play, which ones they think um, suits them. And we just, you know, chunk it down to um, to just a handful or they can add to it. And then talents. This is one that I, I really... Um, I challenge them. And the reason why I say I like challenging this because they may say, oh, I'm talented here, I'm talented there. This is where I have them go outside of their, their comfort zone by asking friends, family, you know, if you know they have someone who work at the water cooler or, or someone who delivering stuff to them, you know, ask people what they think your talents are, what they've seen. Because, you know, you can be in a Jahara window and you just don't know um, what they know, what they see. And you maybe think you're talented here when you really aren't talented in that area. You know what I'm saying? Just have your blinders on. Mm-hmm. So that to me is the, the yeah. most important. So once we got this gumbo going on, your purpose, your values and your talents, then we get your strengths. And once you get your strengths all together, that's your powerhouse there. That's your strength base, your strengths here. That's what you use to go out and your attack. That's what you got now to go out and get what you need to complete your your um your um your goals um, to get what you want, get what you need to make those accomplishments to actually you know do what you say you're gonna do to to kick you, to kick your own butt you know right and you need to have those strengths 
right, and to right. the side here, like I mentioned to you about little turtle, <laughs> you know, wh whatever you need to to guide you, you know, whether it's a coach or a friend, whomever, you're gonna always have that. But you gotta, you know, you gotta have some strength, you, you know. We're always going to have some type of fear in us. You know, we're not fearless. We're all going to have some type of fear right. in us. We just got to know, you know, when to, when to check it out, move it to the side, when to be fear. When do we need to have that fear? <laughs> like mm. the fear of God, my mom always say, you know, there's a time to have it. And there's a time we need to just go right, ahead and, right. and just um, pump the gas and, and just get in it and, and um, get what we need to be successful. Whatever success is for that person. Agreed. It's very insightful. Well, we uh, this is Mr. Mr. Live. We we definitely thank you for being committed to inspire others. Can you can you tell us a little bit about your nonprofit organization for empowering yes, women? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much areas? for asking about that. Oh gosh, um, that started oh gosh so many years ago in Australia, <laughs> and it's it's we have um, revamped it here in the U.S. Um, unfortunately, of course, um, online. Um, that we call our, um, uh, our women's business. And the reason why we call it women's business is in Australia, our indigenous women, it's you got your men's business and you got your women's business. That means that our business, you know, that's, it's none of your business, is our women's business. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not has nothing to do with the, uh, a building right, or right. a business. <laughs> you know, is our business. And the whole idea right, is, right. you know, when women, we need to, you know, uh, when we're moving up, we need to make sure we're reaching back and we're giving a hand to other women and bringing them in, you know, because we need to always, you know, look after each other and not just look at after ourselves. And um, there, there's a lot of uh, indigenous women who are starting to to do that. And we also looking at, uh, we were looking at other women as well. And this was in the rural, the regional and the rural area where they were isolated, um, who wanted to start a business, but didn't know how. Uh, so um, we didn't have any funding at the time. So we just asked for volunteers to come in and we had women, you know, bankers, women who worked at the bank and, um, you know, uh, HR. I mean, we had women everywhere who said, look, what do you need? We're here to help. So we had workshops. We had um, 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 parties. We brought the women in and um, they just came in and asked us questions. And uh, we just gave us, gave our knowledge to these women to help kick, their, um, kick off their, um, their businesses. Um, and then we did get some funding. So um, that went on for two years. And then we, James and I, of course, had to come back to the U.S. Chicago. We tried to, uh, yeah, <laughs> and got reconnected with Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, we started yeah. to revamp it there, but just, just just didn't work for me. Just didn't have, have the time. But now uh, we are relaunching um, ladies out there and gents too. You know, we got men who supports us as well um, in uh, February um, for uh, International yeah. Women's Day. Um, so we're relaunching then and um, see us online. It's going to be absolutely powerful, um, not just for uh, rural and uh, okay. regional women, but for all women who want to um, also keep it moving, um, reaching back and also be willing to give a hand up to all women. Real quick, let let the listeners know, especially the women, how how they can tap okay. into we, 
Um, okay, program, um, so that's here. International Women yes. Day. Oh my gosh, don't tell me. Is it February, March, March 4th? March. Yeah, thank you. March 4th. Mar- <laughs> I think it's usually in March. March. 4th. March 3rd, March 4th. March 4th. Is that Jane's okay. birthday? Or is March 2nd? Oh my gosh. <laughs> International Women Day. They'll look it up. They'll know. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> my head's kind of full. I should know that. Okay. But it's going to, you'll see it launched that day. Yeah. Um, it's the Australian it's, wine, um, ladies. <laughs> we have a, a website. Uh, excuse me. We have a web page on Facebook as well, and it's called um, 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 okay. WBA, like basketball, women's basketball. But it's um, Women's Business Association on our Facebook. Okay. Um, we um, working on a web page okay. now. So as soon as that web page uh, is up and running, you'll see that on our Facebook. Um, it is information is also okay. on. Um, my business page, which is um, diversepeoplesolutions.com. So if you scroll all the way down um, to the bottom, and yes, that information is there. <laughs> um, you can see a little bit of information okay, from um, previous um, um, International Women Day, some women um, who um, who participated uh, in a program that we had and um, read some of their information. I think there's a live one there too, but it's pretty cool. So, okay. Awesome. Okay. So, one thing I want to ask is the transition, the difference between. Uh, oh, yes, definitely. So, the between a life um, coach and a therapist. There's, so, a life coach basically is, is working on things that are in your life. Um, it could be um, um, mm-hmm. a marriage, or um, it could be your. Um, you know, um, you're not happy about something. It could be um, just trying to find your way. It could be your life purpose. It could be uh, empty nester. It could be um, um, you could be feeling stuck. Uh, um, it could be a variety of things dealing with life. Mm-hmm. If you really particular or specific of what your needs are, let's say for instance, career, then you know people usually go to a career coach, for instance. So that would be life. And the other is what a therapist. So a therapist right. is um, again, it depends on what you want. A therapist actually look at things um, that happened in the past. So they go back in the past, for instance. So tell me a little bit about, you know, um, an, uh, a situation that happened when you were eight or nine. Um, and they look at the past and um, they analyze and um, and um, and work it to where you are now. So we're a coach. We don't look at the past. We look at where you are now and where you want to be and where you want to go in the future. That makes sense. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So it's, that makes it's yeah, reverse the. Uh, now you look at the. There's a chart, and it's a beautiful chart. It's a, a chart that looks at a therapist versus a uh, and a counselor, therapist, counselor versus a, a coach. There's some there's some um, elements that that mm-hmm. do overlap. Right. But I tell people, look, um, a coach, um, you know, um, if you do have some some things that you know that um, is an issue, for instance, if you if you have been diagnosed um, as um, um, you know that you have PTSD, then you have PTSD. So you most likely to go to a therapist, and that's what therapists right. do. They diagnose where 
where you know counsel uh, excuse me where okay. a coach you know right. they don't do that so for me when i have a, uh, a client i'm not going to be a therapist with them you know it's just uh, unethical and uh, number one like i said i can't practice okay. that in um, the u.s you know even if i'm seeing a client i can't do that um it's it's just right. um i probably lose my license to it <laughs> but so that's <laughs> so that's the difference between the two okay. that makes sense Okay. That's, yeah, that's that's actually a good yeah, breakdown because it, it gets very confusing from a licensed professional counselor to a, a therapist to a coach to a master clinician. It's just so many different job titles and people who are trying to seek help. Yeah, they don't um, know what to have people go to the doctor and the doctor say, um, "Yeah, um, you you need to," uh, or they they'll get a prescription for um, you know some um, they're depressed. I'm like, wait a minute. Is, is your doctor, physical doctor, um, you know, um, a therapist or a psychologist or, you know, um, you know, yeah, you know, and writing yeah. this prescription I was like, out, you know, it's, it's so excuse me, do- anybody out there who right. are doctors, I'm not meeting any, uh, you know, any offense. I'm just saying, you know, um, yeah, you're diagnosing someone, you haven't seen them, you know, or, you, you know, any sessions and you're, you know. So yeah, it, it does get confusing. So and there's some some coaches who aren't um, who hasn't been trained. They just become coaches. Um, and I I am trained and I am certified. Yeah. And um, through IC IFC right. um, excuse me ICF and that's International um, Coach Federation. Uh, and they are well known um, internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have um, the a PCC mm-hmm. levels called the Professional Certified Coach. And the highest level you can go is the master. And I'm working mm-hmm. towards that. Uh, and also I'm a, a certified coach through okay. the Sun, um, um, through the Sun um, um, organization, which is the su- success um, uh, unlimited um, network. So, um, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yes. I got it together. <laughs> I just, <laughs> yes, I mean, like, thank you. you. I just don't like, I just don't want people to be goodness. harmed. And um, there's, there's like harm it. out there. So what I have, the only thing I would like to advise people, if you're unsure is to ask questions. Don't assume that um, if, if, if you are in a situation you don't know, um, please ask uh, whether the person is a, a therapist or a counselor because um, you don't want to be misdiagnosed or you don't want someone to diagnose you who aren't qualified to do it. So always ask questions. Always ask for their credentials. Always. Oh, my God. I got to clap. The consultant is so happy to hear that because people don't ask questions with their title, their position, their background, their experience. You have to know these things because it can be very confusing and they give very information that's inaccurate where they're misinformed. Oh, yes. And if they don't want to answer or looking at their watch like they don't have time for you, guess what? That's right. They don't have time for you. You don't have time for them. Save your money. Go somewhere else. Agree. Mm-hmm. Agree. I love it. That that exactly. was a beautiful response because people are so trusting with any uh professional. It could be a doctor, a counselor. They'll just trust whatever they say and they don't nope. research. And I just say just keep it moving. I and the reason why I say I know someone personally and I won't give them away who they are that, you know, they haven't have a, went to a therapist mm-hmm. or anything and they are in a, a prescription that's really, you know, um a psychiatrist should have written that out. And they've been on that for years and haven't seen a, a therapist wow. for counseling at all. 
And I just was, are you kidding me? And, right. you know, you haven't questioned wow. them or anything. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, giving anybody's personal information or anything like that, you know, uh, or any confidential information. Right. Uh, it just, it just really reinforced right. that we try to trust and, you know, we should be able to trust, you know, what people are trying to help us. But um, we also have to be, right. um, be responsible adults and actually, you know, um, you Agreed. know, take the, the bull by the horns, I hate to use that analogy, but, you know, be responsible and say, I need to look yeah. out for myself and not put the responsibility on other people to do that for us. Agreed. Agreed. Um, to always take part in the process of information, you always have rights, legal rights, medical rights to information and just being oh, well a part said. of the process. And you got to be aggressive and ask questions so you're knowledgeable and just make well sure you're in the right plan. And if you're unsure, your, take somebody life. with you. Who knows? Don't have to go by yourself or be on the phone by yep. yourself. You know, ask somebody eavesdrop or be, you nope. know, hey, I got someone here. I need some help. Yep. I take my recorder. Can I record mm. this? It's my legal right because mm. I forget stuff. <laughs> I do too. too. <laughs> it's just too much. It's overwhelming. I noticed that you have so many accolades. Um, you're a professional certified coach. You're affiliated with the Sun uh, Success Unlimited Network, uh, the Psychotherapy and Counseling with the Federation of Australia. I mean, I can go on and on and on. I love your nonprofit, how you empower women with the move up, reach back, and give a hand up. But I noticed something very special that you have a program that guides social responsibility, mm. uh, which you entitled Classroom Connections <laughs> and Changing Colors. Um, could you just go into yeah. a little so, bit of um, While we were in um, Australia, um, there was an um, uh, organization in um, Malawi and Africa. And um, Kenneth uh, um, Hemwaka, um, unfortunately, is no longer with us today. And um, Hemwaka. <laughs> And um, he was the um, the professor that oversaw the um, counseling center in um, uh, um, Malawi. And um, my husband at the time was working with an organization um, and working with um, UNESCO. Um, and they were looking for um, a program that would work with, um, I want to say, 12 African countries, counselors, um, and um, wow. how to um, work with teachers um, to have a program where uh, teachers and students can work together uh, and keep girls in school. What was happening was girls was actually when they reach an age where... Um, I don't want to say even, um, you know, well, I'll do well, this right when the hour one. So when girls, I think which, which, um, which one we were on. So when girls um, was at a, a situation where they were, um, they started their minstrels or a little bit younger, mm -hmm. they just stopped coming to school because of embarrassment mm -hmm. or they was missing too many days. So they just stopped going. Um, and mm -hmm. or if um, their right. teachers um, were male, uh, or men and if they were sometimes the teachers hitting on the girls you know mm. and the girls are getting pregnant and you know mm. on and on yeah 
So it, um, the whole idea wow. is trying to find some some guidelines, some respect, you know, some do's and don'ts. And uh, even though you tell them, that their, their people tell them, um, sometimes it's always good to get someone on the outside telling them, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> So that was the the game plan right. um, because it was just getting worse and um, the girls just weren't coming back. They just weren't getting educated. So um, we all got together and developed this program called Changing uh, Classroom Connection. And it's a, a nice book um, with um, four cards and it's about um, um, four different colors. And um, it's similar to uh, like a, um, they, some people say like they're the four color cards that they have, but I was just a tad little, little different. Uh, the whole idea is that um, it's, it's about behavior, where if there's a particular behavior that you are not um, happy with that someone is um, demonstrating, then it gives you the power um, or courage to approach that person by looking at the back of that card um, of the behavior they're demonstrating um, to find some strategies to work with that person. It's really great. Um, and um, being in that classroom, even that person is a teacher, um, there's no hold bar as long as you're not being disrespectful, calling names or anything like that. So for example, if, if, um, if, a, if a teacher is yelling at you, um, and, and or another student calling you names and you know just being angry you can you know approach that that teacher like raise your hands whatever they normally do and and ask that teacher you know I, I um um when you do that I feel using the I a lot I feel this way you know uh, I will feel better if you do if you could you know you know do this so it it's not like you're um you're attacking the, the teacher, you, 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 you. It's how you feel when they do something and how you will feel better or or what that change would do if that if that person would change their behavior. It, it just was beautiful. So um, we um, trained, uh, I think it was 12 countries, um, um, teachers um, and their ministers um, over a course of, I want to say a year and a half. And uh, UNESCO actually supported that um, mm -hmm. training and um, paid for everything, the training, our transportation. And we also volunteered our time um, to do the training and the facilitating um, of all those countries and all of their teachers. <laughs> and um, we checked back again a year later um, to see, you know, did it stick? And we had a classroom come in and, oh, my God, it was Oh, we recorded it in my goodness. There wasn't a dry house, dry ears, uh, dry eyes in that classroom at all from the adults by listening to the testimonies of these children and what they they actually um, received from the course, from the classroom connection. That's so amazing. Yeah. Right. So um, we haven't, you know, used it since. Unfortunately, we still have the material here. Um, it'd be nice to rebrand it and everything um, um, to reuse it again. Um, but at this time, we just don't see a need here, um, or we haven't searched for a need, or has, the need hasn't come about. So that's classroom connection. And sorry about being so long-winded um, about it. It's just um, okay. No, this this is great detailed information that we just need to hear. That's just right. Uh, that we didn't even know it's was a hidden gem. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it'd be great to, like I said, to relaunch it again. And, you know, um, we're, we're always looking for people to volunteer and, and people think, oh God, things like that can cost money. It's just, you just give your time, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, our, our nonprofit stuff, just give a little of your time and, right. you know, sometimes one or two dollars or you find stuff that, you know, the government, you know, can, you know, throw a few dollars your way, but, you know, um, have someone sponsored by putting their logo on stuff, you know, you know, that's what we did with our, our books. And that's how a lot of things got paid for. We got, got logos all over that, the back of that book. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, my gosh, it's, it's all paid right. for. And, you know, you can run a class and, you know, and again, a, a lot, some work I got through there too, from again, word of mouth and, um, just help. And it's not always about money. You know, it's, you, you get what you sow. Um, and, and it's about, you know, um, uh, it's about God. It's about, um, it's about faith. It's about saying thank you, you know, for giving me, you know, um, my health and, and, and love and, and, you know, giving back a little bit, you know? Yeah. What does some of some of the lectures say that again? Uh oh, lose you. Is he there? Commit? Did I run him off? <laughs> no. Commit to life. Are you still present, my friend? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Okay. Sorry about that, my own. So, what does some of yeah, uh, the lectures cover you. with trauma counseling for the youth, for the youth and young adults? Trauma counts. Oh, okay. So that's what I do now. Um, I call that my side job, okay. my side gig. <laughs> um, so uh, remember, I, I do um, that work in Australia. Right. So um, uh, the, excuse me, the Trauma Center Australia, um, I've been working um, off and on for them when they need me for, geez, um, for years, you know, when I was living in Australia for, for years. And they developed a, um, a course um in um um in the trauma center and it's 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 basically for um nurses doctors um therapists um you know um, psychologists uh, anyone who's um who have that medical or or counseling background and it's great for people um to learn um you know who interested in learn to be want to be a trauma counselor and what that means is uh, what traumas is everywhere around us and um I just want to speak really briefly on one particular activity that this course offers and it, and it has it right up front because one of the complaints that one of the students, not all students, some of the students have is, oh my God, we got to go through a newspaper and, and cut out articles. You know, that's so elementary, you know, um, there's not that many, that much trauma in here. And uh, when they go through the newspaper and realize every page has trauma in it, um, and recognize trauma, you know, for what it is, um, they're amazed by it. And there, then they, at the end of the course, they start recognizing what they learned and how they could use those skills to help people. So trauma counseling is basically um, helping people um, who are going, who are traumatized, whether it's uh, PTSD or um, um, uh being assessed assessed to whatever that trauma is in australia we had a lot of fires and um either that individual was traumatized um due to that fire like he or she may uh, been in the fire um or the people around 
um, that fire, mm-hmm. who observing it, you know, group of people, those people can also be traumatized right. as well. Um, you have um, firemen as right. well. So we talk about different types of trauma and how um, how they could be treated um, and, and serviced from us. Um, we talk about, um, you know, how do you, you know, um, know someone's traumatized, you know, um, you know, what kind of technique can you use, you know, um, and, you know, just by looking at their eyes or, or, or their skin, or can you feel their body, you know, so we talk about those things in the course and the course lasts for um, uh, six months, a six months course, but you have up to um, 11 months to complete it. It's online. Uh, it's available to anyone, um, even in the U.S., anyone in, you know, who can have access um, it's it's all in Australian dollars, so you know the stri- the American dollar is very strong. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, and of course, um, true, uh, true. we don't have any um, intake in December and January. So the next intake in February, and I am one of the the lecturers um, and um, the course coordinator um, for them. Ha ha ha. So, ah, <laughs> uh-huh. how, how do they? So they it's um, the um uh, it's um. Uh, trauma, just a minute. <laughs> What's the name of it? Trauma, yeah, it should be trauma it's okay. Australia. Take your time because it's, it's a lot of information. Dot uh, adu. Let me just make sure. Trauma Australia, okay. Trauma Australia dot adu. A is an apple, D is in dog, U is in university. Trauma, oh, oh, sorry, trauma institute dot com dot au for trauma Australia. Trauma institute, okay. So. Traumainstitute.com.au. Trauma mm-hmm. And there's some short courses there too. Um, so okay. um, give it a look, uh, see what you think. Um, and, you know, there's, you know, you can contact the owner or there's people there too. Um, there's real people there. We're not, we're all online. Um, the course is all online and um, there's um, real people there. There's students there too, but they're there for, um, their internship and everything. That's where I did. That's where I did my intern with him as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where you did George. <laughs> Miss Miss Omaro, <laughs> we we need some refreshments and sleep. My goodness, you've given so much impactful, insightful, detailed information that we weren't uh, knowledgeable about, that we weren't aware of, that's now accessible to us directly from you. You were so transparent. You were so humble, uh, inspiring. How you transitioned from the states, from your own personal relationships, from your your first marriage, to jumping on that plane, overcoming your fears, to your second marriage, to you transitioning and just moving through obstacles and, and the U.S. military, I believe in the Air Force, uh, if I stand corrected, and then going to to human resources, and then going to being a coach to transitioning to a therapist with transition therapy and a transition coach then to a professional executive corporate uh, (laughs) consultant. I mean, it's mind blowing. When you take in all this information that just started from one Thank you so much. What happened to the records? (laughs) Oh, what happened to the records? Oh. Well, I went to a record shop. (laughs) I went to the record shop and um, I just gave them to the guy. I didn't ask for any money. I just gave it to him. You know, um, but then my brother said, you should give them to me. You know, he collect records. I didn't, didn't oh think, goodness. I didn't mm-hmm. think <laughs> I just gave it to him. Uh, there were, I don't know. There's quite a few records. <laughs> wow. 
I love your story. I love. Oh my your goodness! Story. I haven't been this excited. <laughs> oh you told Harper to beat me. Goodness. I love your story. I'll kill him. I'm, I'm so sorry. But I'm so happy you left those records behind. But you know what? I tell people there's not, there's no mistakes. You know, you're here for a reason. And if you didn't have all of those, those, I call them um, bumps in the road, you wouldn't have the smooth travel that you have today. Right. They say uh, a smooth, a smooth sea never made a skill seller. That's right. That's right. Cool. I saw on Google. Very true. uh, Very true. What we're going to do is, uh, Last words. You do last words in a suite. So I'm going to ask a question. Go wrap it around. Everybody get a minute or less to answer. And uh, we're going to start with Miss Omara. You know, start with her first, the lady. Um, going into this last stretch of 2020, what's your um, next pivot, your next move that you want to make for this last stretch of 2020? Dang, go. <laughs> yeah, this is this, this, this the gut punch. This is the gut punch. <laughs> the last stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what I'm doing right now is um, I'm training to be a coach mentor. I I finish up in March. And um, thank you. (laughs) And that's bringing everything together for me. That's everything, all of that together. Um, What I, what I'm going, I'm looking for peace and I'm looking for some balance and Mm -hmm. it's, it's coming and it's and it's there. So, um, peace and balance. I, I think to me, that's wrapping it up. And um, with this course, is okay. with my my work, is bringing that peace and balance. Okay, peace and balance. All right, Mister Mister Live. What about you? Your last stretch of twenty twenty. What's your pivot move? Uh, my last stretch of twenty twenty, brother. I'm gonna be completely honest, and I'm kind of gonna go in depth, but I'm gonna keep it short. Probably <laughs> about a day or two ago, I, I visit my mother' grave, and it's a few family members that's out there. And the Lord put this word on me, and the word that stuck out in my head was sacrifice. Mm. Sacrifice. It just kept sticking out. So. Mm. As I started thinking about my childhood and you know where I am now, I realized that my mother and my father both made a lot of sacrifices for me to be able to be uh, who I am now. Um, so what I realized, I said, and I left my mother grave and the word just kept sticking out of my head, sacrifices, sacrifices, sacrifices. That's currently where I'm at now. I stepped away from my profession of a professional uh, car consultant, a salesman slash finance guy. Uh, I've been doing that for 15 years, but I stepped away um, to homeschool my kids. And Mm. it was a huge decision of mine because uh, it it was either because when my mother passed away, we lost a huge support system, which was you know, somebody that could help us out with the kids. Mm. So um, my wife always put herself to the side wow. to make sure I win. So, you know, with, with, with looking at our life and where we've been over these 15 years, my wife and I've been together, I decided to, you know, step away from my job and let her continue on her path and her career. Mm. And I and I, I stepped away from my career to go home to homeschool my kids. So oh, um, the, the, the space where I am right now, I'm sacrificing and I and I love it, you know, because my kids excited, my, my wife excited. When I go home, it's nothing but joy inside the house. So 
for the rest of this year, I'm going to continue to walk this path, brother, and, and see where it takes me. Uh, I hey, man, I that's fantastic. That. Wow. Down. Man, they are some good brothers out here. Man, I mean, wow. that was big. Right. It's, it's all you consulted me. Oh, wow. <laughs> we got... We about to start oh an uh, offering from Mr. Mr. Live wow. right now. How oh, wow. Mr. How Live unselfish are you? That's speech. beautiful. Yeah, that's Thank you for sharing man. that. Man, he already got a pass to have. Shoot, He's yeah. Clap again. <laughs> I'm stepping back on that one. Mm. Consult to, to last year to 2020. Uh, the, the last stretch for me, I'll keep it brief and concise, is just to continue to uh, be a merger, um, mm. just to bridge the gap with educational and cultural enrichment. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to plug it. Um, everybody listening, go check out diversepeopleandsolutions.com. Go check out Women's Business Association on Facebook. In March of 2021, check out International Women's Day. And for all those looking for courses or lectures on trauma, because we all suffer from unhealed trauma, check out uh, the trauma courses available on this website online at traumainstitute.com.au. Continue to educate yourselves. Continue to empower yourselves by knowing your rights, knowing your voice. And as as Ms. Omar stated, just knowing your your strengths, your purpose, uh, your talents. And just reach back and and, wow, and get back. And just Thank you so much person. for that. Wow. Okay. So it's on me. My last stretch, twenty twenty. My uh, my thing is to execute. I want to execute um the ideas I had sitting on the shelf. That's one thing I've been doing in twenty twenty. Stuff I've been wanting to do for years. I finally execute. So I just want to continue to execute my ideas, bringing my thoughts putting them on paper and then executing them putting them making them happen with this podcast with the with the um fitness my uh books everything i just want to keep executing and keep it going i appreciate all of you for helping me along this way helping me along this journey oh yes keep it going into like the suite. <laughs> yes sir so <laughs> It's been very impactful, commit, very empowering. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this podcast. For people who don't know, the, the pod uh, it stands for a group of dolphins. And they're always connected as a group, as a team, to just invigorate and inspire and protect everyone in that pod and make sure everybody's in a safe space. So that's what we bring to the bittersweet. We, we, we love all our listeners and our viewers, all their support and all their their insightful comments and just just continue Absolutely. to just listen check us out just give facebook us feedback. instagram twitter the bittersweet podcast sweet s-u-i-t-e yes and the bittersweet quickie tuesdays at 9 p.m on wdrb media yep. iHeartRadio. radio until next time be better not bitter that sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. That's right. Thank you so much, guys. This Thank was fantastic. So Let's do tomorrow. it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for entering the bittersweet where it takes 21 days to make a habit 90 days to make a lifestyle 
Until next time, unlock, lounge, and explore the untold luxuries in your own suite. Remember, be better, not bitter. Commit.